Welcome to Extra Drama for book number 24, Memories, about Kara and Steven, with my special guest, Katie Ledoux. going to talk about Kara and Steven anymore. Or Todd. Or Todd, or Michael Sellers, or Elizabeth. This episode of Extra Drama is all about the drama between Jessica and Winston Egbert? What? Or Jessica and her imagination. <laughs> That's actually better said. There's much more drama and intrigue happening between Jessica and her imagination than anything. Winston, I love that Winston never finds out about Jessica's scheming in this book. Yeah, very anticlimactic as is, you know. So people who read these books when they were younger or careful listeners may recall that at one point, uh, Winston had a huge crush on Jessica. Uh, but that has not really been a factor in recent books. Winston seemed kind of over it. He's finally had the, um, the like, fog lifted and he could see Jessica yeah, clearly. Yeah, I think that they make a comment about that. Like, yeah. he had kind of seen Jessica do enough damage now that he's crush on her is kind of lifted. Yeah. Toward the end of the last episode, we had a Collins watch. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason Mr. Collins appeared in this book is because there's a big English project where there are partner papers about some work of fiction. And he basically, Mr. Collins goes around the room and has people say uh, what author they want to write about. And then if someone says an author that you want to write about, like you raise your hand and say, I'm going to do that one too. And then they're partners. Yeah. So Jessica partners up with Winston because of a scheme that she has in mind. Because she overhears her mom on the phone with Winston's mom. And Winston's mom says that a friend or family cousin, member, yeah. cousin, is coming to town and he's a big time Hollywood director. Yeah. So she's going to butter up Winston and then she's going to go over to his house and she's going to meet the Hollywood director and then she's going to be a star. Yeah. So Jessica is already really jumping to conclusions just in what she overhears. It's very unspecific. Like pretty much all she hears her mom say is like, oh, you're related to a movie star. Oh, we'll have a good visit. Like it's very vague. Yeah. And the fact that Jessica jumps from someone I know has a relative who's a film producer to I am going to be a movie star now yeah. is wild. I mean, but it's a thing people do. It's like they hear that you're in it at all and they think like, oh, this is my chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's very confident that all she has to do is meet this guy and yeah. that'll be that. Mm -hmm. So back to this Mr. Collins scene, even though Lila is across the room like mouthing Hemingway to yeah. Jessica, when Winston Egbert says of Scott Fitzgerald... Jessica says, me too, I like him. And Winston is yeah. like, why did this just happen? Yeah. So Jessica goes up to talk to Winston, and here's a quote from the book explaining what we were talking about. Winston Egbert had been crazy about her for ages. It was true that he hadn't paid her much attention lately, but Jessica was sure she could rekindle his interest in no time at all. And then there's another quote. It wasn't so long ago that Winston would have given anything to share an assignment with Jessica. Since then, he'd had several girlfriends, but that didn't mean he was immune to Jessica's charms. Still, Winston was also a little wary of her. 
he had seen her in action with too many other guys. Yeah. By which he doesn't mean like, oh, she's been with too many guys. It, he means she has... But also a little bit. <laughs> I do think, real. though, that what he means is, I've seen the way that she is with so many guys that like, I don't want to be that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jessica keeps on making plans to go over to Winston's house to work on projects with him. She even tries to scheme to get him to ask her to the caravan dance after the volleyball game. Yeah, and he's pretty unfazed by all of it. It's kind of like, well, I have plans. Maybe I'll make it. Like, like yeah, we can get together and study, but, like, only for, like, a couple hours, and I gotta go do a thing. Like, yeah. He's completely oblivious yeah. to, like, her w- wanting... Because she's, like, faking wanting to spend time with him, but even still. And yeah. he's oblivious... To- to the fact that not only is she faking it, obviously, but that she wants to spend time with him. He's oblivious to that, too. Yeah, because when she tries to hint that he should ask her out to the dance, she's like, oh, well, I know a certain blonde-haired, aqua-eyed girl that I also wrote that a down, date. And he's me like, out. oh, I was thinking I would ask Elizabeth, too, because I she'll thought be he sad. already asked her. I think he oh, already right. asked her. Yeah. So Winston thinks that <laughs> Jessica is hinting that he should ask Elizabeth to kind of, like, cheer her up. They'll go yeah. as friends. And... Jessica is actually trying to hint that, you know, she should a- he should ask her. Yeah. But after he admits that he already asked Elizabeth and she said no, Jessica decides to cut her losses and just pretend that that was what she meant. Yeah, like, we, we both had my sister's, like, interest at heart. That's yeah. good. That's what she <laughs> okay. says. Yeah. yeah. She, the book says something like, she decided to try and play up the good sister role to a T. Yeah. <laughs> so... Then she keeps on going over to Winston's house, but she also keeps on leaving, like, as soon as she realizes that the cousin, this producer cousin, isn't there yet. She talks to Mrs. Egbert way too long about, like, oh, tell me about this visitor that's coming. Also, his name is Marty. Yeah. So Marty Egbert, or Marty Davis is his name. Yeah. When he finally shows up, Jessica's like, I'm really interested in your line of work. And he's kind of surprised by that, which is our first clue that something's yeah. amiss. So she then, like, schemes to be at Winston's house at a time she can be alone with his mom's cousin, who is an adult man. Like, not a young, sexy man. He's, like, an old man. I mean, not elderly. He's just an... He's a well, I think it's, like, her... She ha- I don't know that she has to be alone with him, but she has to be there when he's there. And she and needs a chance to actually get to talk to him, as opposed yeah. to having no really good excuse to chat with him before, like, going off to go study. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He's not a famous director. He's a civil engineer. Yuck. How does she know he's a civil... That, but that's my question. Like, he hands her this book, and she's like, this is like, this isn't... You know, she thinks it's a script, and she's so excited to read it. And I think she even says something like, oh, oh you know, my parts will be the exciting parts, or some <laughs> shit like that. He's like, are you going to read it right now? And she's like, well, don't you think that would be best? And then she starts reading it, and it's like water filtration or sewage or something, no, whatever. No, it's about how to get garbage out of Los Angeles. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and then she but she reads it, and then she gets in, and she's like, he's a civil engineer. I'm like, how does she know he's a civil engineer? Let's find out, shall we? I think I, I can... Uh... And then I was like, maybe I read it wrong, and maybe it says that he's a civil engineer, but I feel like it reads like she decides that. Here it is. Um, the blue paper cover was blank. When Jessica turned to the title page, however, she received the shock of her life. 
Strategies for Waste Disposal in Los Angeles County, it read. Was this some sort of horrible joke, she wondered? No, the table of contents listing the different methods of garbage removal seemed quite clear and to the point. She hurriedly looked over the introduction. It was a letter to the Los Angeles Board of County Commissioners, and it was signed by Martin Davis, civil engineer. So that was how he signed his name, which is a little weird, but like, so, yeah, so then she finds out that, like, (laughs) through Marty, because she never says, like, oh, I thought you were a movie producer. Yeah. Marty just says, yeah, you know, this probably seems pretty boring to people who aren't into it like you and me. Like, Mm -hmm. my brother's job people really love. He's a big-time film producer. For teenagers. Yeah, yeah. I also wrote that down. It says, Phil Davis makes movies for teenagers. It was the 80s. That was a thing that happened a lot lot more often then. It's just a, it's like a weird, poignant thing that's like... Just so specifically up her alley. Like, he could have been a director of anything. Yeah, like, she actually probably could have made a big splash in those movies. Uh, Yeah, but since she never... Like a splash party? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the name of the first movie, Splash Party. That sounds like a porn. Yeah, it does sound like a porn. So... Bummer. Softcore. (laughs) Softcore porn. Just hand stuff. Cinemax. Just hand stuff. Just pool stuff, just splashing. Mm. So that's somebody's thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. One thing that's so funny about this to me is that because Jessica never comes out and says to anybody, like, oh, but I thought you were a film producer, like, nobody ever is aware. Nobody knows the the scheme that she went through so much effort. We don't get any, like, comeuppance in terms of the paper. Like, she has to work on the paper with Winston, but that's not really a punishment. I mean, Winston is one of the smartest kids in school for being the class clown. And she's rather, like, oh, well, about, like, she goes through so much effort and, like, having to be near Winston Egbert. And I think someone even sees them and makes the crack and she has to defend it. And, like... Oh, yeah. Well, she comes up with a plan, right? She says that she's going to tell people that the reason she was spending so much time with Winston is because she was trying to put in a good word for Elizabeth with Winston. to <laughs> Like, she actually... So she's told Elizabeth. Elizabeth's the one person that she's told yeah. about the whole Phil Davis thing. So Elizabeth knows what's up. So she asks Elizabeth's permission to to spread the rumor that the reason she was cozying up to Winston was to try to get Winston and Elizabeth together to help Elizabeth get over Todd. And Elizabeth is like, all right, whatever. Rumors are whatever. Rumors yeah. spread. It'll come and it'll go. I don't care. Whatever you want to say. Yeah. Which is like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Way to not help your sister uh, stop uh, being I feel a like wreck. Elizabeth is, like, smart enough to just be like, you're going to do your crazy shit, and I just got to let you do yeah. your crazy shit. I think that's probably what's really happening here. Yeah. You can't really stop her nonsense. <laughs> Can anyone? No. I don't think so. Also disturbing that no one ever, like, she says horrendous things. And she said a couple of things in this book that were awful. And she says it in front of her sister. She says it in front of her brother. She says it in front of her parents. And no one says, like, that's awful. You shouldn't say that. They're just like, oh, that's Jessica. And I'm like, you guys are bad parents. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are bad parents could be the subtitle of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, did you have anything else that you'd like to uh, say about Memories, book number 24 of the um, Valley High series? I always like to relate it back to all of my TV shows. Oh, yes. And, like, there wasn't enough. I mean, like, I would say the, the whole parent trap date thing, that happened on One Tree Hill. And speaking of, there was a character named Dan Scott in this book. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't talk about him. Who was he? Um, I think he, like, worked maybe at the caravan or something. I don't remember. But I just remember being like, Dan Scott, really? You know. Let's find out. One Tree Hill. Oh, Dan Scott, the bass guitarist for the droids. There you go. He's like the least famous member of the droids. What a bummer for him. He's the Ringo star of the droids. <laughs> yeah, except he plays the bass. But I just mean fame-wise, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, Katie, thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other TV show crossovers? Um, there was one that I like and stuff, too. Like, the whole... Um, all I can think of was, like, the whole, like, Winston Egbert, like, Jessica thing. Like, I don't know going on if anything ever happens between the two of them. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe yes. No, never. I don't know. If it happens, it's past where I've read. Okay. Uh, all I can think of was this, like, there was kind of a similar, I mean, maybe with a different outcome, but on Teen Wolf, they had Styles who was, like, in love with Lydia from afar, and she was kind of this this hot, bitchy, popular girl, and you were like, but she's bitchy. Like, he just doesn't know her that well. He, like, loves her from afar because she's hot, and because when they were little kids, she was nice to him, but as an adult, you know, like, as a high schooler or whatever, she's nasty. And then kind of the more time he spends with her, he kind of, like, gets over her. And then she gets to know him and likes him more. And then he very much, like, sees her dealings with guys and sees just her in general and is kind of like, oh god, you're freaking out again, whatever, to the point that he starts dating other people and then she's jealous and she doesn't like that he doesn't like her anymore, kind of, and it's, you know. sounds very Jessica- yeah. I only heard like 50% of that because I was just sitting over here being amazed that in the TV show Teen Wolf, which is what you're talking mm-hmm. about, there is a Styles character. I guess yeah, I just never like fully connected the movie and the TV show as being like having anything more in common other than the most basic elements of the plot. Yeah, yeah there was a Styles. Yeah. Wow. Is there a boof? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Decidedly right. not. You'd no. almost convinced me to finally watch Teen Wolf. <laughs> if me working on it didn't convince you to watch it, nothing will. Just kidding. <laughs> well, speaking of you working on things, uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? When is this podcast going to come out? Uh, it's going to come out this week. Oh, okay. So or this one will like, be next week. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, October. I don't think we have an exact release date, but October. Bad Trip. Feature Film. MGM. Everyone should go see it. <laughs> and you're not just saying that as someone who's a fan of the movie Bad Trip. No, 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 no. I am saying that because I've spent the last two years of my life working on it and put my blood, sweat, and actual tears into it. So yeah. everyone should go see it in October. Hear just that, everyone? That. When you go see the movie, you can tell people that your friend worked on it. Because we're all friends here. 
Yeah, that's cute. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> All right, thanks, Katie. And everybody, thanks for listening. All the normal stuff I usually say about rating and subscribing and telling your friends and shit. Ooh. I'm saying it right now. Let's give one last shout out to my dear friend, Kyle Rebar, who's a big fan of this podcast. Kyle Rebar, um, who introduced me to a little podcast called The Babysitter's Club Club through you when you told him about this show. Mm-hmm. So Kyle has uh, some stuff to be excited about. Listeners, until next time. Bye. <laughs> That's my usual sign off. Bye. Yeah, no one's quiet. favorite beetle is Ringo. <laughs> There's, that cannot possibly be true. I mean, I'm sure that they're out there. Yeah, they are definitely are. I've known some. I yeah, I had somebody who'd be like, "No, but mine really is," and I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> I'm like, "Really, really?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "All right, have it. Go, go ahead." <laughs> Who's your favorite beetle? Paul McCartney. I'm a George Harrison girl. Yeah. Well, I respect it. I respect it. We share a birthday. Cute. Yeah. Poignant. <laughs> I guess so.